this is a prop. It's not consecrated. I'm not going to consecrate it. It's just a prop. The, uh, but I, part of the story, the gospel today is a very Catholic gospel. It's a very Catholic gospel because whenever someone asks me, well, where did we get the form of the Mass from? Where does the Mass come from? I said, well, it actually goes back to the Gospel of Luke, where Jesus opened the Scriptures to them, and then he took the bread, blessed, and broke it, and their eyes were opened in the breaking of the bread. And that is the format of the Mass, Liturgy of the Word, Liturgy of the Eucharist. Liturgy of the, man, of, the Eucharist, of, the, of the Word, when we look at how does Christ unfold the meaning of the Scriptures for us? How do we have a deeper understanding of what the Scriptures are about, seen through the lens of his life and his work? Liturgy of the Word, Liturgy of the Eucharist. I also say it's Catholic because they spoke of the, they thought he was one he was going to be the one to redeem Israel. He was a prophet powerful in word and deed. The church has always been focused on continuing the work of Christ, as he had said in John's Gospel last week, as the Father sent me, so now I send you. And he breathed them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Christ did not pr just preach. He also did heal many people. He worked many wonders and drove out many demons. The work of the church is not just in proclaiming the word of God, but also living out and carrying out the mission of Christ in word and sacrament. The sacraments are the primary ways that the church expresses what Christ is continuing to do among us and through us and by us. All of the sacraments relate to what Christ is still doing. Not just his word is being proclaimed, but he is the one who baptized and added to their number of 3,000. It is he in baptism who unites us with himself. He feeds us with himself in the Eucharist. He confirms and shares the spirit with us, and through that spirit sends us forth into the world to proclaim the gospel. The spirit that of love that unites husbands and wives together in the sacrament of marriage as a sign of the love of Christ for the church. The living presence of the love of Christ manifested in all of these sacraments, Christ healing and anointing the sick, reconciling people to the Father, and the work of the Good Shepherd through the ordination of the priests. All of these are sacraments in which Christ is continuing to work and still works among us. Yes, powerful in word and in deed. The Catholic Church has always upheld both word and deed. We can't reduce the gospel just to the word. It is both. But it's also very community-oriented. Did you notice how they went? They were going out two by two. When Christ sent his disciples out, he sent them out two by two. And then when they were telling Jesus what had happened, they said, some women of our group went to the tomb, and him they did not see, but they reported seeing angels who told them he was not dead, but that he was alive. 
Then members of our group went to the tomb and they found them just as the women had told them, but him they did not see. And then after they had the breaking of the bread, they went back to Jerusalem where the assembled 11 were together with other members of their community. And they told, yes, it is true, our Lord has been raised for he has appeared to Simon. And then they told the rest of the community how they had come to know him in the breaking of the bread. It's such a small little rite in the Mass that rarely do we recognize the breaking of the bread. But whenever you start the Lamb of God, that's the rite of fraction, the breaking of the bread. And we break the bread. It's a part of that story in the Last Supper that Christ took the bread, he blessed it, he broke it, and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened in the breaking of the bread. At the Last Supper, he said, do this in memory of me. That sounds like a pretty strong commission. And so when the apostles were gathered with him, he took the bread, he blessed it, he broke it, and their eyes were opened in the breaking of the bread. We do this every Mass in memory of him. In memory of him, we tell the story of the Last Supper, and we take the bread, we bless and break it, Again, may our eyes be opened that we might recognize him in the breaking of the bread. Our faith is that yes, we may not understand everything that is happening. On this journey of life that we now are on, we're probably very much like the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, not understanding, trying to make sense out of it, arguing, debating, discussing, whatever words you want to use, but trying to make sense about it. But all we need to remember is that on this journey, that the Lord is walking with us just as he was walking with the disciples on the road to Emmaus. He is with us on this journey. And when we gather to celebrate the Eucharist and in the breaking of the bread, may our eyes be truly opened that we recognize him he is with us, and through his presence with us, we'll slowly come to understand what this part of the journey is about. God bless you. Oh, I just want to add one, my favorite line, actually, in scripture is when Jesus asks them, they say all these things that happened to Jesus from Nazareth. And he says, what things? <laughs> Are you the only person that doesn't know what's happened these last few days? I love that line. <laughs> it's like, he's the only one who really did know what had happened those last few days that they ask him, are you the only one who doesn't know? <laughs> it's like, and then he said, well, what things? <laughs> Just saying, what did they know? And then he let them know <laughs> so much that they did not know. I love that part.
That's my favorite line. What things? Okay. Anyway, let's profess our faith with one another.